Welcome to the Political Buzz Show. My name is Rene Hinojosa. I'm your host of the show. Uh, today we are going to talk about uh, the GOP in general. And I'm going, going to start off by uh, referring um, to a political science professor and MSNBC contributor, uh, Dr. Uh, Jason Johnson. He, earlier this year, referred to the GOP as a, quote, unquote, a dime storefront for a terrorist organization called MAGA. And uh, he was interviewed uh, by, I believe it was MSNBC, of course. And I'm going to play the video, the video clip in a little bit. But uh, this is to say that there are numerous examples that attest to a degree that it does corroborate uh, his conviction of the GOP that it certainly operates uh, similar to a terrorist organization, as he uh, put it. And But we're going to talk about a little more about that a little later in this particular episode. But for now, I'm going to roll the clip so that you can hear why he believes that the GOP is comprised of people who are so unhinged that they have been openly advocating violence to get their way. Let me just go ahead and roll this clip now. Moments of consequence for our democracy. Jason, how does that sit with you? Uh, here's the problem, though. We don't know if Trump's going to be on the ballot. If Trump is on the ballot in 2024, it's the easiest thing in the world for Democrats, because you can always run against the bad guy. But I think the, the bigger, more dangerous thing, and I've been saying this for a while, I'm, I'm working hard to never say Republican Party again, because they're not a party, right? They're Sinn Féin to the IRA. They're, they're the PLO to Hamas. They're a dime store front for a terrorist movement. They, they didn't have, a, they didn't have a, a, a policy in 2020 except loyalty to Trump. They just announced in the New York Times today, I think I saw the article, where they're, they're asking their 2024 nominees to not engage in presidential debates. They're no longer a party. And, and so nothing surprises me anymore. When it's essentially a personality cult, when there's no difference between supporting Trump and being part of a Britney supporter or the Bayhive or something else like that, what do you expect them to do? Everything is going to change every single five minutes, depending on the whims of the deplatformed guy who is hiding out and blogging in Florida right now. So this is, um, uh, it's very interesting, though, because uh, his view seems to be echoed by many on the left, as well as some people on the right. Um, and his assessment of our current, current democracy is that it is slowly disintegrating right before our eyes and that those individuals uh, who fall into the category uh, who believe all those conspiracy theories regarding the integrity of our elections and that Donald Trump uh, won the election, uh, that these, these individuals uh, pose an even more uh, grave danger 
especially when some of these individuals are running for official government offices as we speak. And so they hold, they hold these views very strongly. They, are, they have this deep conviction that indeed there have been uh, so many inconsistencies with uh, the elections, and thus we have rampant voter fraud. Uh, and so now they want to be in a position to continue to continue uh, conducting audits, etc., etc. And this is because, uh, like I said, they have this deep, uh, inner-driven uh, con- uh, conviction that all of those things actually did occur. And uh, so when we see here and read that Republican leaders advocate violence either because they don't like a specific Democrat who criticized Trump or they are venting hatred to, towards a specific Democrat, polit- uh, specific Democratic politician. What then do we make of it? And in case you're, uh, you've forgotten, I'm going to roll a clip here uh, with when Paul Gosar was venting some of his anger or his pent-up anger towards Alexandria uh, Ocasio-Cortez and Joe Biden uh, within the same uh, tweet, actually. Let me go ahead and and see what CNN has to say about this. Twitter is facing intense pressure to suspend the account of one of former President Trump's fiercest defenders in Congress. Sunday night, Congressman Paul Gosar posted a photoshopped anime video that depicted him, you're hearing this right, killing Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. It also showed Gosar attacking President Biden with two swords. CNN correspondent Donnie O'Sullivan joining us now. So, Donny, um, it's interesting. Twitter flagged this video last night but decided not to take it down. Why? That's right. So, basically, if a regular user, if a non-elected person was to have tweeted this mm-hmm. video, it probably would have gotten taken down. It could have got them uh, suspended from the platform. But mm-hmm. uh, Twitter has different rules for politicians. Uh, They flagged this tweet from Gozar, uh, essentially saying that it violated their rules about hateful content about hateful conduct, but it determined that it may be in the public's interest uh, for the tweet to remain accessible. Basically, the argument here on Twitter side being that uh, they know this is hateful, potentially dangerous stuff, but they want to show it for what it is. Now, that is one argument. Others will say, well, this is also ginning up the... Well... Yes, so Twitter decided uh, that it was in the best interest of the public to be able to uh, see, uh, you know, this tweet and this video uh, about uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez and Biden, who are the subject of Paul Gosar's anger. And, uh, and yeah, so uh, AUC tweeted in response... And this is what she had to say 
She says, well, she was away uh, en route to Glasgow. And then she referred to Paul Gosar as a creepy member I work with who fundraises for neo-Nazi groups, shared a fantasy video of him killing me. And then she says, and he'll face no consequences because, uh, you know, the GOP has a tendency to cheer him uh, or people like him, they cheer him on with excuses. And, but she says, fun Monday, we'll be back to work because institutions don't protect WOC. So, uh, yes, uh, that's one example uh, that we can use uh, that reinforces Johnson's uh, criticisms of the GOP. And, well, essentially, Gosar was, uh, he was censored for this despicable act, but could something more have been done besides him uh being censored by his uh, by the GLP? Uh, that is an interesting question. And and then we I I just have another example here, and I'm going to uh, refer uh, to uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who seems to be well. She is similarly actually she is similarly as unhinged as Paul Gosar can be. And so Republican uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene repeatedly indicated support for executing prominent Democratic politicians uh, in 2018 and in 2019, uh, essentially before being elected uh, to Congress. And, and this Marjorie Taylor Greene that you see here on the screen that dates back to 2019. Uh, and this, that is to say that these individuals have had, have harbored these kinds of dispositions towards anybody from the democratic, uh, party since then it's been going on for several years. And this is what she says. She said, uh, she tweeted, a bullet to the head would be quicker. And that is, she's referring to remove House Speaker Nancy Pelosi from her position uh, as Speaker of the House. At least she sees it in this way. And so these are just some minor examples uh, that happen to solidify what Johnson was talking about earlier in the video clip. And he was very uh, passionate about that. He was very excited to say that. Uh, and so he, he says, well, well what, what we have to say is this. If these people who advocate violence are, are not some nameless keyboard warriors hiding behind uh, some firewalls. These are actual politicians who have been voted in, they won elections, and uh, they are now serving uh, in our government presently. 
uh, but who, for the most part, were dismissed lightly. And there were no jail terms, uh, and they did not incur any kind of legal consequences or uh, litigations for that matter. And uh, for exhibiting such behavior. Uh, So why isn't anything legally uh, being done to these individuals? That is another question that I have. Despite the fact that they publicly uh, have used very threatening uh, verbiage, and we're talking, they'll say kill, uh, they will use uh, terms like lynch, uh, you know, hang, uh, those kinds of terms. Uh, they're very explicit. But why is it that nothing legally uh, has been done so far to these individuals? And if you can come up with an answer, post it in the comments sections, because I'm kind of dumbfounded by this. And also, why is it that the same standards applied to the common person? That if that if someone uh, threatened to ha- harm another co- co-worker in the workplace, uh, that they would be met with legal intervention right away. But uh, the same standards do not apply to our political uh, officials. Excuse me for that noise if you heard it. But yeah, they don't seem to apply to our political officials. And I do not understand why. And if you if you um, heard the CNN uh, video in regards to Marjorie Taylor Greene and Paul Gosar, uh, those tweets were left or this this video with Paul Gosar were were left uh, and they were not deleted uh, as far as I can can see. Uh, They haven't been deleted. And yeah, that's for everyone to see, but uh, I don't understand why is it that uh, these individuals may be, they may be banned from Twitter, but that's the extent of it. That is the extent of the punishment that we see coming to a public official. Nothing else seems to emanate from the judicial side of things. And that is, uh, and so the GOP, uh, they're getting, their language is becoming more explicit. It's becoming more vehement. Uh, it is all over all sorts of media outlets. They're not happy but I don't do not understand why uh, when they use such threatening language publicly that they don't have a visit from someone in law enforcement. If you if you agree or disagree uh, with me on that, post your comments. I very interested in knowing why uh, that is the case. Whatever your position is. And if you like this particular content, um, I do have a Patreon account, so make sure to avail, avail yourself to that. Until our next episode, 
Thank you for being here with me.